Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another Behind the Group podcast. I am DJ Keo. And I am Basil Barrington, and we are back for another review. This week, we go back into animation, <laughs> and we are talking about <laughs> Exception, which is a Netflix series, and um, IMDb mm-hmm. gave it a 6.6. I'm not too sure about that. What do you think I, about I that just, rating? I disagree with that. <laughs> that is so low. Oh, hell no. That That's rating is so low. low. This show, man, I was like watching it. The first episode, I was like, hmm, let me see. Yeah, yeah. Right? First episode, you're like, I don't, where's this going? And then it starts to get going. You're like, oh, okay, this is interesting. Yeah. And then, yeah. And you only had five characters. A bunch of other stuff. Yeah. There was was only one thing I didn't like about this uh, series is uh, the spaceship. (laughs) Why was it shaped like a bug? I don't know. Like a lot of their stuff was like it had this. like a cute like a not human but like it had a uh a natural element like it was like um they're re- repurposing stuff yeah you know what i'm saying like it had that that mm-hmm. uh earthy type vibe to it. even like their uniforms that they're wearing which we have to talk about the uniforms that was some crazy designs man i mean <laughs> that's why I, when i saw the uniforms about, when, when, mm-hmm. when matt came out i was like what's happening right now <laughs> wait a minute i gotta like go back to the um let's go back here let's go back to the characters and whatnot because there were only when five matt, characters which made it really simple right yeah, um, when, when Mac put on that choker and the lipstick, I was like, "What is happening right now?" Dude, what, what he, he he. Well, <laughs> Matt is from like he's from um an aristocratic family, though. You see, so yeah, yeah. You so know, you would think if if this is like 1604, they would have like the wig on their head and they got the yeah. powder or whatever. That's he, fair. Like, I he totally was a see fencing that. champ, you know. I mean, he mm-hmm. was into fencing and you know chest and you know I don't know all the other stuff that the aristocrats do, but um yeah yeah. yeah. But you know, he had you had that guy, you had Oscar, you know, you had Patty, you know, you had Lewis and um yeah, Nina. and Nina. Yeah, huh? So mm-hmm. I guess he was running the whole joint. Um but yeah, this was very intriguing. Now, you know, what was um the same as a lot of other shows we've seen, like The Colony, right? Yeah. And the show I was saying. Hey, um... Oh, go ahead, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, I said it reminded me of Altered Carbon because you can get down your consciousness into a new body. That that right. reminded me of that. Mm-hmm. Right. So we reviewed Colony, and I was telling you about this show, The One I was watching, or something mm-hmm. like that. This show where they, they send all the... It's, it's based out of Toronto. They send... It's, it, I guess it was filmed in Toronto. They sent all their kids down to Earth to see yeah, if it uh, was okay. This is 100. I think it's 100. 100. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. that's uh, so with exception, there is some similarity there. Um, and mm. the similarity is this, right? Mm. That Earth is basically destroyed and they need a new planet to go right. to. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. It's just like, Earth, what are you doing? It's just like there are being movies made of Earth being destroyed and then. The inhabitants every having day. to find, <laughs> yes, every day to find a different planet to live on in mm-hmm. a different galaxy. So that was yeah. the similarities right there. But then yeah. they threw in the um, the 3D printing, the biometrics of it and everything. Which and I was like, really, that's a fascinating concept right there. Dude, right there. I was just like, I, when, when I uh, realized what they were talking about, I was like, holy mm-hmm. crap. This is like, I mean... Let me ask you this here, because I was watching, mm-hmm. I, I did a, a deep dive into something I came upon yesterday. Okay. What do you think about, uh, first of all, I know a lot about 3D technology. 
Um, mm-hmm. I've, I've been around in, you know, different like situations where, you know, vehicles were being uh, created like in 3D printers, big 3D pr- printers too, right? But where do you think 3D printing is, right? Do you think that <clears throat> it's even possible to 3D print a, that is, a, a human or what? Yeah, that is complex as hell. You got to think about like all the cells in the body. Like that, that is an insane task to accomplish. But like with the the genome like they can kind of map out what you are as a person so like it's yeah. not mm-hmm. i mean it's it's far-fetched to do at least for right now to yeah. create that but like you know they had this womb type thing that they were doing it in and printing the genome back down into a new person mm-hmm. uh i think the only thing that probably wouldn't if you could if you could do it technically probably the only thing you couldn't would be memories and so I don't know how they would put the memories into a person unless they can implant them into them. Right. Well, remember, you know, these um, these 3D printed uh, humans, they had memories of like their loved ones. Lewis yeah, yeah. Not, so it's, the, it's yeah. the memories of the original person they were copied right. from. Yeah. So, like, so how, that's you, like, how would you get that part into the new body? That's the question I had. So, um, you know. Okay, so this is far-fetched, right? So minority reporting, you know, Tom Cruise doing the swiping and everything. Now we have that today, right? Mm-hmm. So then you have this 3D printing, and then it's like, you know, this this show we saw, Exception, with the 3D printed people. And I was just mm-hmm. like, wow. So basically they sent them, you know, they sent these uh, 3D, they sh- sent the spaceship and then printed these humans to terraform a planet. Now let yeah. me say this, right? The reason yeah. why I was asking you where do you think that is because – I was watching a show while I was watching something and then I was Mm -hmm. like, oh, I got to go deep into this, right? This was a video of um, a company that is creating, um, uh, building houses using 3D printers. The company is Icon. Yeah, yeah, I've I've seen that. I've seen that, yeah. And I was like, dude, so this company won a contract to build homes Mm -hmm. on like a different planet for NASA, right? And now they're building homes in Texas all over the country, right? And I'm just like, so- it looks like toothpaste going out around yeah, the circle. So, so yeah. it, was that completely fascinating? I think I watched two hours of videos yesterday about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm, that I'm is completely fascinating. That's where we are with 3D printing. Remember, 3D yeah. printers was super expensive. But now the prices come down. You know, That's they're good, using them in technology. Now. They're using them in defense, the whole yeah. nine. So, there's, again, there's is it guy. possible? Well, there's a guy I watch on uh, Instagram and YouTube, and he mm-hmm. 3D prints airplanes. And so he got like, you know, how the design of the three the 3D printer, like it's got skeleton structure. You just rip that right. off and then whatever the thing is in there. Mm-hmm. But like he's got wheels and stuff that he's making out of this thing to create an airplane. And wow. his designs are insane what he's capable of doing. Wow. And, and so like that was a couple of years ago. That was un- impossible. It was unheard of. Like, yeah. That's. You know, that's a dream to be able to do something like that. Right. He's he's just going, he's downloading designs off the internet and, you know, putting yeah. in a thing pre-printer and it takes like a couple hours. Yes. Comes back the next day, dude, it's done. Takes there, it up, pops it up, puts it together. Like Lego. That's it. <laughs> there are um, communities now on the internet where you can download yeah, yeah. these uh, prints, you know, and just like print them in your own like system and whatnot. I watch a guy who does, he prints uh, lifelike versions of all of the um, Marvel and uh, DC superheroes, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm just like, wow. So, but he has to print them in sections because he has just a home 3D printer. 
Yeah, but, it's like a little, like things like this big or whatever right. that they can. You know, continue. and then yeah. he's using plastic and not resin, which is a lot stronger. You know, but um, but yeah. So I don't know, man. You, the reason why I'm asking you this We're is not because far off. when right, see, that's what I. I mean, because like, I. Do you think if you I think, think about that, stuff like this here, let me ask yeah. you this here. Do you think if you think about mm-hmm. stuff like this here, that there is some possibility that it's being researched somewhere? Oh, no, they're, they're 100% researching it. Yeah. And um, I was, I think I was watching something like a documentary or something like that. And they were talking about they're trying to 3D print like limbs for people that, you know, they have accident or they're born, whatever. And so like there's stuff that it's almost there and when we get to the lifelike thing then that's a different that's a whole new ledge we jump over right and then you know they, they're like recreating like somebody had a bad heart well i'll just 3d print you a new heart pop it in like you know like that that's far away right now but like how far away is it to get the um, you know to skin texture and organs whatever how, like realistically how far away is that because they've already mapped that stuff out so they know what it looks like they yeah. can make artificial ones that are metal so how hard is it to make a one with like it's got skin and whatever like how Man, hard they've is that? been they've been trying that with the robots you know just putting skin on yeah, yeah. and whatnot you know uh, i've seen it done like in person i used to mm-hmm. work like in a in a robotics, uh, you know, place, and they they use three D yeah. printers, you know, and I was just like, wow. So I think once you get the robotics done, you know, if there's like a three D arm mm-hmm. or something like that, once you get the technology, the robotics right, then I think you know, it it come together. Um, but this yeah, this well, also, show, what's up? Yeah, I would say they're also working on the implants in your brain to control it. So I mean, we're real close. <laughs> yeah. We are real close. Man, I'm telling Whether you. Whether or not you like, should do it is another thing, but we're listen, real close. I'm not going in the pod, dude. Forget about we're it. Not going, I'm not going yeah, in the I'm pod. Just Forget about it. <laughs> we're we're fairly close. But like, you know, I, I found this whole the show very fascinating because, you know, the reason for the 3D printing is because uh, the anything that's matter cannot, uh, a human matter can't live in hyperspace when the right. ships are flying. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the basic premise of the movie is that they sent an advanced scout ship uh, and then they, you know, 3D printed them out and they're, you know, mm-hmm. engineers or whatever. And they're supposed to go to this planet, make sure everything's good, and then start the atmosphere stuff and, you know, just remake it into Earth 2.0. Yeah. And that that premise alone is fascinating. Yeah. But, you know, when they get down to the there's an error printing as the solar flare and all that other stuff. Then you got mutiny mm. and then you have, well, we're going to spoilers. So it is what yeah. it is. <laughs> you yeah, have bio terrorists on board. Like. Yeah. See, that's what I mean. Look, I mean, like, look at that. You know, you mm. had like a mutiny, you know, you had like a, a misprint and the misprint mm. was able to live. And then the misprint also uh, was involved with helping the real print, the, the, you know, the 100% yeah. correct print, the reprint, you know, mm-hmm. find out who was trying to sabotage the mission and whatnot. So it was a lot yeah. of intrigue with this man, you know, to be, I, you know, just yeah. eight episodes and like 20, 30 minutes long, right? Yeah, it's like, it's like basically 20 minutes. You can, you can zip through this in a day. But like yeah. the, the concept, I when I see a show like this, when the concepts are good, it makes me even more interested in the show. Yeah, You know, like you can have a good show and your know, storyline's okay, but the concepts are kind of trash. Everything about this is interesting to me. The 3D printing, um, you know, like whether or not these people have souls, you know, do they deserve to live? If there's a bad print, should you kill it or are you allowed mm-hmm. to leave it alive? 
because you know it deserves to live like there's a bunch of stuff that's super fascinating even the the you know restructuring a new planet because they had they thought there's life forms on there and are they allowed to restructure it and you know take it uh, terraform it over and make it back into earth and you know there's a whole debate about this and uh the girls what were the was it patty was the, Patty, the, who was the, the one who was, yeah, Patty yeah. was the saboteur. <laughs> yes, saboteur. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, so Patty is basically saying like, yo, there's life forms up here. You can't do that. Right. We got to suck it up on Earth. Like, yo, that's a good argument to make. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. should we go to another place and just colonize it? Like, you know, do we, do we have the right to do that? Uh, and- that's a, because if it was aliens coming here, like, oh, we need this planet. Sorry, guys, you got to. Right. kick rocks humans we got we need to spend it more than you do we have better we'd be bad about that right. <laughs> exactly you know the other thing was um there the other thing was this right there was actually some very um intriguing like governmental mm-hmm. scandal stuff in this i mean like you had an yeah. enemy who was a mm-hmm. government worker you know mm-hmm. and, and again and an enemy within the government you know so she was Man. fighting against her own government and she did it up in space trying to save the mm-hmm. entire planet. Now, that was the scout team. Uh, there was another ship 100 years behind them, but yeah, yeah, was in space. Yeah, You know, right. So I was just like, okay, I wonder how many people were on the ship, though, right? I don't know. What Are they yeah. going to 3D print them or is it... Um, no, these are real people. They're like in stasis. Cryo- yeah, they're in cryo. Whatever. Okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so but I was you, just like, so how you many? Have- hmm. See, I think they only like three printed like the five people. I don't That's think they, it. they've done it anywhere else. But they had the ability to do more people if they wanted to. But they right. only did five for this ship. Right, because even when um when Lewis uh misprint and then they reprinted mm-hmm. Lewis, they w- were only able to do that because they had enough biomaterial to to, you know, do the, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. the reprint, you know. So it was just like so the entire device mm-hmm. right i guess the 3d printer in order for this to happen yeah, the 3d printer here. needed biomatter right just like something mm-hmm. from that person uh, you know anything a hair follicle or whatever right saliva anything yeah. right so i was just like okay this is really interesting man and again you know we mm-hmm. watched um the takeoff or was it the takeover mm-hmm. i'm sorry we watched the takeover no, the, which the was, hacking movie <laughs> right the hacking movie corny as anything right and here you yeah. have an animated show Again, mm-hmm. with no boundaries, storytelling is sickle, right? And just it was, outshining. It was Japanese? Was it Japanese? Um, yeah, Japanese. It was done by, like, yeah. you know, these three, like, just rock stars of, like, the Japanese anime, mm-hmm. you know, sort of, like, space. Yeah, yeah. But, like, mm-hmm. Japanese anime, like, they like touching real subjects and trying to push boundaries. Yeah. Like, you know, Akira is a good example of that. Like, they're they're asking real questions. Most of the like these TV shows, they're just doing as basic as possible, not really trying to push the boundaries because they're scared. Oh no, we had to make it mainstream so everyone's gonna like it. Whereas Japan's like, screw it, I want to do this, whatever. I have an insane idea about this mm -hmm. mutant boy that takes over Neo Tokyo. Go, yeah, they're like, just funny, let's see what happens. That's (laughs) true because a lot of the South Korean stuff I watch is uh, you know, it's the screaming Mm -hmm. girl, you know, and it's this all that sort of stuff, and it's just like. (laughs) You know, the the fighting and the boxing and all the matches and everything. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, some of the Japanese stuff, like you said, it's, uh, yeah, that is so true. They're it's like, just like, they're yeah. like, F it. I like your idea. See what happens. Go for yeah, it. Yeah, that is so true. I am going to keep an eye on that just to make sure that, wow, Ghost in the this shell is, is actually. Ghost in the Shell is a perfect example of that. 
Yeah. Like the, you know, they're touching on, you know, what is real humans, mm-hmm. what's humanity. <clears throat> if you know, you you implant your brain into a robot, are you yes. still human? Like that's that a good so question true. to ask. Mm-hmm. And I want I want to see more movies and shows that are like asking uh, like a quality like the next thing we're about to review is Memento. And that's a good question to ask of yo, what, are you really the victim? Or you know, what is what does it take for humanity? Like what is that? Right. Cuz like we're we're just watching the basics of, you know, Kardashians and hijinks. I I just, want I want to watch something and be intrigued. Like I like John John um Christopher Nolan and Jonathan Nolan cuz like Westworld is a good example. That's another show with robots and, you know, future yeah. tech and what's what's mm-hmm. human, what it means to be human. That is that stuff is fascinating to me more so than so and so has a gun or whatever. How someone's a baby mom? Like I don't. That's right, boring yeah. to me. That's not <laughs> you know, interesting. You know, uh, <laughs> like um, I don't know, vampires and stuff like like zombie yeah, movies yeah. and stuff. Is there is no difference between it's, this zombie yeah. movie and that zombie movie? There is no difference. Mm-hmm. They're still zombies, and you still have to kill them. You're not going in partnership with a zombie. You know, you're not saying, yeah. okay, we need these zombies over here to work with us because mm-hmm. they own all the uh, supermarkets or something like that. It's it's, just, it's the same stuff, you know. So when you have a mm-hmm. show like this and other shows we have watched that are just completely fascinating and mm-hmm. they're not checking boxes, like we said, right? You know, they don't have a yeah. blueprint. You know, it's just like, hey, this is what we want to do. We want to be creative. We want to be true storytellers. And this is mm-hmm. our rendition of what we're putting together, right? Man, yeah. this was, I, I don't get the whole 6.6 here. I mean, what is it that, you know? I, I disagree with that. Maybe it's I mean, the character designs they didn't like, but the storyline. I, I mean, the thing about it is, it had like a, um, it wasn't like a new school animation, right? There was still some mm-hmm. like old school animation, you know, style in there, which was kind of cool. I thought the uniforms yeah, yeah. were dope. I mean, Patty came out with like, she looked like a, just a millennial who was just like funky and fresh. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's just like, come on. I mean, like, dude, you know, like, um, what was old boy's mm-hmm. name? Uh, even Lewis was kind of like dressed really, you know, yeah. down, you know? Um, yeah, he but Mac, going on, like- I mean, yeah, what was it? What Mac, was uh, Mac was just wild though. Like, yeah, what was that with but, Oscar but, though, with the like leprechaun uh, outfit Oscar's on? Another thing, yeah, this is just a good guy. Like Oscar's mm-hmm. his design, like it because it didn't seem like uh, this was like a, a space uniform. Like you have to wear, yeah. you know, you had the matching colors and just have like an emblem on the shoulder, or whatever. Right. It didn't feel like that. It felt like this is their style. Yeah, and they're just being free with their style of whatever they mm-hmm. want to wear. It it was interesting, like. It, Everything about it was interesting to me, like the whole concept. And I hope mm. that they make more stuff like that. I was kind of disappointed that the whole story was finished because I would have liked to see like what happens with the, you know, the new Earth government on Earth 2.0. Well, like, well with that? was it really finished, though? I mean, I know it ended, right? But it's just like, yeah, you it still ended. Have, like, that, this you know... chapter ended. Right. But. There's more to tell about this story because they're yeah, basically you, starting over from scratch. Yeah, but you know what? There was there's also more to tell with Cyberpunk, and they yeah. you know they're not even going with like a second season. So I'm not even sure if Netflix is going to do a second season here. I, you know, I doubt that unless it was like because Cyberpunk was a huge hit, and they're like we're done. <laughs> so I would only yeah. imagine like a show like this that's kind of obscure. I don't think it would have done as well, but I don't think it cost them as much as a Cyberpunk would have. Yeah, yeah, you know, Patty was a real sleeper here because, you know, she was like mm-hmm. the super smart one. She was like sort of like the, 
I guess like um she was an environmentalist, you know. She also Yeah, she's the she, botanist of the crew. Right, exactly. So it was just like and she was the saboteur, you know. It was just like, hey, you know what? We can't do this. And mm-hmm. I never understand like, you know, sort of uh decisions like that. It's just like one person or a group group of people are like, no, we mm-hmm. can't save humanity because this is killing you know, these animals or these plants or something. It's like people who make a decision for like a, a whole group of people. I don't get that. They got to get that out of movies and TV series because <laughs> it's just silly. You know, it's just like, no, one person yeah. like, no, in real life, there's going to be some fighting if something like that happened. Like, right. Oh, hell yeah. Right. Well, maybe, maybe that's why they had to leave earth. Cause they're fighting. <laughs> right. So it's just like, oh my goodness. But, um, yeah, Oscar, I mean, like I said, five characters and then Katie, which was mm-hmm. Lewis's wife, right? She would yeah, occasionally. Yeah. Does she speak actually? I don't remember. To be honest, I don't. I don't remember. I don't think she did because I know Nina printed her right before she was like she was old. She had to be like eighty years old. She had gray yeah. hair and everything. <laughs> right. And she's like, all right, I'm checking out. We're mm-hmm. gonna go make it. Uh, time. Let me put Patty in the game and then I'm out. <laughs> you know who? Um, you know who did the voice for Patty? Uh, yeah, yeah. She's from um, The Expanse. Yeah, your girl Nadine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nadine did it, you know. And then uh, also, um, I didn't even know that um, um, Eugene Bird did um, Oscar, too. So mm-hmm. that's pretty cool. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, Nolan North, like, he's a big voice guy. Yeah, you know. So, yeah, this was, uh, this man, listen, this was um, this was a fascinating uh, animation series on Netflix. Um, mm-hmm. I thought it was... I mean, a 6.6, I don't know about that. I, I don't know what I people di- want. I disagree. I don't know what people want. You know, I mean, when you put a fascinating mm-hmm. show with a great storytelling, great storyline mm-hmm. together, you know, you got, you know, eight episodes. These are short episodes. The story is moving as well, mm-hmm. right? I mean, yeah. what else do you want? I don't know. I didn't. I didn't find this, the the stories drag at all. I, they, no, everything that happened, I was like, oh, I need to see more. What's going on next? No. Because no. but because mm. the premise was good from the beginning. Like once yeah. I understood the 3D printing thing, I was like, oh, you could take this in so many ways. So uh, it, it became more interesting. It's fascinating to me. I'll put it like yeah. that. I mean, you know, uh, I watched it twice, but you know, I had this experience. Um, the the same experience I had with this show was, you know, mm-hmm. w- watching the first episode and was like, uh, I don't know. And the same thing happened with Cyberpunk. I was like, uh, I don't know. But these yeah, animated yeah. shows, you got to really give them some, you know, some some runway. Yeah, you got to like, one, one or two episodes. You gotta, right, you know, you know so, yeah, so I was like, well, like, let me get into this because I like what's going on. So it, it surprised me, man. This was really good. Yeah, no, it was an excellent call. It was a really, really good show. Uh, I would like to see more out of this universe. Uh, yeah. It, oh my goodness. Good. You, you can expand this so much, man. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Exception, the Netflix anime, animation series. Um, mm-hmm. What's your rating? Ooh, I give it like a 7.5 easily. Okay. I, I thought it was good. It was good quality. It's up there. It wasn't, it wasn't terrible. It was nice and short. So you can zip through the whole thing in a couple yeah. of hours. Mm-hmm. I like that. Premise was good, storyline was good. Um, overall, it was interesting, yeah, and that's awesome. all I could ask for. <laughs> I wasn't watching like, oh, let's think I gotta finish this thing before we do this review. I was like, okay, let's, let's see some more, yeah. And that's yeah. rare, that's very rare, I gotta say. 
Yeah, man, that is so true. Um, I am going to give Exception an 8.5. I thought it was really excellent. The only thing that, like, there was only one thing that I did not like, and it's irrelevant, but it was just the spaceship that was shaped like a bug. I'm just like, why, right? It reminded me of Farscape, because Farscape has, like, (laughs) bug-shaped animal spaceships, too. (laughs) exactly but other than that i was like the character uh the characters were were cool um the storytelling Mm -hmm. was really cool just the fascination of like um hey you know we can send up you know your double which would be a 3d printed self you know Mm -hmm. and i mean it's it's kind of like virtual reality but not really right have you have you seen the movie called moon all right, give you a review first, and I'll, I'll talk about yeah. moving after. But um, but yeah, so I thought it was fascinating. I'm giving it an eight point five. Now, what's up with mm-hmm. Moon? Because you told me about Memento, and I watched that, yeah. and I was sick. So, what's up with Moon? So, Moon was directed by David Bowie's son, mm-hmm. and basically, uh, this guy, he's on the moon, and he's in charge of automation for mining some minerals down there that they need for Earth or whatever, mm-hmm. and spoiler well do you care it doesn't matter dude you can tell me the ending the beginning i'm still gonna watch the show if i want to watch it the the movie is excellent i gotta Mm -hmm. say that it was was one of the the best movies i've seen so basically he realizes that he's a clone and you know his real life is down on earth just minding his business doing his thing and his clone is up there on the moon working and like he has a, a certain amount of time before he starts to degenerate and he's got to go offline and they're mm-hmm. going to pop a new one in there, tell him mm-hmm. his new story, whatever. And then like he has like a wife and a kid. And so he's like working to help so he can get paid for them, whatever. And the idea is that you just get the clones to work for you. And it's kind of what they did with this show. They sent their clones up in the space wow. where these guys are chilling on their spaceship waiting for the clones to do the work. And that's that's the first thing that popped in my high, my head when I saw this. I wow. think this reminds me of Moon. Wow, that is fascinating. It's a, it's a movie worth watching. Trust me, you're gonna like it. Okay, I may have to look for that. <laughs> I may have to look for that. Maybe that's that'll be something cool to watch. You know, over like the uh, the holidays, you know, or something like that. Yeah, yeah. oh, it's, it's an excellent movie. Got to check it out. Yeah, Kevin Spacey's in there too. As the oh, I, okay. Robot. See, I like Kevin Spacey. I don't care what people say. I like Kevin Spacey. I mean, he, I think he's, he's a weirdo in real life, but yo, he's yeah. an excellent actor, and he's he did his like thing his in the art. show. Yeah, his art is, like, really good. So, you know, Mm -hmm. I like that. Well, Exception, Keo gave it a 7.5. I gave it an 8.5. We thought this was an excellent uh, Netflix animation um, series. And hopefully Mm -hmm. they come out with a second season, but I don't know. We will see. Yeah. Well, there you have it. Another episode of the Behind the Groove podcast. I am Basil Barrington. I am DJ Keo. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. And until next time, peace. All right.